This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. It has been a break, hasn't it? I like, I don't even know how long I have not released a podcast episode on. I haven't checked, but it's got to be at least a month. And my goodness, have I missed you all. I've truly wanted to jump on the podcast and release an episode. However, oh, where do we even begin? Okay, let me tell you. That sometimes life throws some serious curveballs at you. I mean, whoa. (laughs) Okay, so you will know that um, obviously I lost my brother, which has been something, if I'm to be completely honest with you, I don't even know how to begin to kind of grieve that at the moment. Obviously, initially there was just shock and absolute devastation. And now there is a feeling of fear about actually believing it. Um, And I don't really want to talk about that too much today because um, it is, oh, it's scary. It is scary to believe that um, my younger brother isn't around. And I've, you know, got my podcast on that. If anyone's lost lost a loved one, um, I hope that podcast helps you. um, But grief is a funny thing, like grief is really funny and you sometimes can feel okay and then the next minute you can feel completely terrible um and so you know I'm, I'm working on that I'm definitely working on that it's just been a really hard road that happened and I just needed to really take a break from work um truthfully I work like a crazy lady um and I've always felt like my ability to be able to work really long hours is more than the average i person by saying that I I just kind of feel like my ability to be able to push myself beyond my limits I can work a lot and I really have enjoyed working however I haven't allowed myself to rest for probably five years and I have grinded and grinded and grinded and I'm really proud of what I've achieved however I was forced to stop I was forced to stop at the end of last year because I physically and mentally could not function Um, and I've had burnout before but this was different it was obviously a lot of um, really hard stuff that had happened and it's been an interesting time because I've reflected on what has been serving me and what hasn't been serving me and when you're in a situation you don't allow yourself to rest and and you think that you need to do things and a lot of that comes down to ego right because we feel like we're perceived a certain way or we couldn't quote unquote give up or let go of something that's no longer serving us because we feel then we've failed. It's all ego. And because I had time to reflect and a a really good amount of time, like a break from this, I realized even within my business, what was giving me joy and what I loved to do and then what I hated and how I felt like I needed to continue to do the things that I hated because If I gave up on those, then I was a failure. And I know that that resonates with you. And I think every single person deals with that kind of mental battle. 
And because of my, you know, losing my brother, it's really put into perspective, like life is very short and there is nothing, there is nothing more precious than your mental health and actually like living a good life and your happiness. And so whatever that means, whether that means that you you don't achieve what you thought you originally wanted or people view you a different way or you, I don't know, you don't climb the corporate ladder or you don't earn as much money. But if you're happy and you live a fulfilled life, then that really at the end of the day is the most important thing. So the break was really helpful for me. Um, and I feel like I've got a lot of clarity now. I'm easing myself back into work. I'm still not really at 100% and I'm showing myself compassion here. And I really, I'm excited to be able to model this for you all because personally, that's something that I've really struggled with in the past is telling you guys like it's all about balance and rest and... On the other hand, I've really, really, really actually haven't treated myself well and haven't haven't given myself the compassion to go, it's okay for you to rest, Tash. I've always felt like a responsibility, I suppose, um, to continue to provide content, which is really great. But like at the end of the day, my cup was completely empty and I was trying to fill people's cups um, when I had nothing to draw from, right? And um, so, yeah, it's been a really interesting, interesting time for me and... Yeah, this podcast episode is going to be about that and the break and then also the fact that I've had a relationship end and um, I'm going to start with my TikTok. So, oh, I, yeah, I don't really share much about my personal, personal life um, and I'm actually going to start doing that this year within with boundaries, um, but I want you guys to get to know me more Um beyond nutrition and fitness because there is more to me than that and also I want you to know that I am human and my goodness do I make mistakes so I made a TikTok um I'm not gonna go I really really am I'm not interested in talking about the person I was in a relationship with and what happened but the TikTok was kind of about what happened and I was in complete shock and I just made it and put it out there and didn't literally did not think twice about it I was so in shock and completely devastated so devastated I don't know I I've always been a sharer and I work through my emotions by verbalizing I just talk and talk and talk and actually every relationship I've been in with a guy they're always like like trying to help me work out my issues and I'm like oh no 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 like it's all good I'm just talking about what's going on in my head and sometimes I don't actually want what's going on in my head I just need to verbalize it and then I'm like oh all good now and that's how I deal with stuff and I think that's kind of why I put the TikTok out I was like guys like this is what's going on and my whole world had just flipped upside down uh when that occurred it was like only a couple of weeks after my brother passed away and I was really in a bad place and really struggling and I guess like what's been really hard to navigate is since my marriage ended, transitioning into being like a single mum, I've always essentially been, always had somebody. Like I was married from 19 and I just had a person. So like regardless of what I was going through, there was always someone there. And when I lost my brother, this person that I was in a relationship, I guess, like was that person for me. And Sunny obviously had to really, um, I didn't see Sunny for, uh, you know, not a while, but 
I um, was just mindful that I didn't want him to be around me when I was like really mourning because I knew that he's a very sensitive little soul and I knew that would really affect him and I just didn't want it to. And so this person was, you know, obviously the person I lent on. And so I think the whole relationship ending at that point was really hard because then I was truly alone and my whole family are clearly mourning and are just not in the position to be able to really support me to be honest as you would know like they're devastated and my brothers are very devastated and my parents are they're doing their best but they're very broken and um yeah I just was very alone I was very alone and uh, my heart was already broken and then it just got completely and utterly shattered and I didn't see it coming. And so it was a massive shock. So I put out this TikTok and then I kind of felt really bad because I was like, well, this other person hasn't asked to, you know, I, I didn't I didn't want it to ref- <laughs> didn't want it to reflect bad on him, but I, I just didn't want to drag someone or put spotlight on someone who didn't choose that, right? Uh, but since then I, I realised like, it's my story and I'm still going to be very respectful, but, um, you know, it obviously resonated with people. So, so basically I was cheated on quite badly and, uh, I've never experienced pain in this way ever. I think betrayal is something, um, betrayal is just horrible. And if anyone's listening to this and you've been in a relationship and there's been mistrust and, um, deceit it's so heartbreaking like it is so heartbreaking um the beautiful thing about this particular relationship and um I want to really draw on the silver linings because there's silver linings in everything is that after my marriage ended I truly believed I would never love again and I know that now is a pretty common feeling for anyone that ends a relationship, but I truly felt like I didn't have the ability to love somebody again. And I learned that that wasn't true because I loved again. And it was a really, uh, actually such a beautiful thing because love is like, wow, like love is just so incredibly amazing. And it's, there's nothing that tops it. Falling in love is like, it's a drug almost and um, that was a really amazing gift on lesson I guess I learned through that relationship. So I want to say that um, how I've dealt with all of this. So once that happened, I just completely was unable to function and that's why I took a long break off of work because I truly, truly couldn't function. Uh, the pain in my heart, my my heart was already so shattered from losing my brother and it still is I'm still rebuilding um but then this person who was my really my rock at that point in a way I really um you know I loved was just taken away instantly and in a really hard way um just broke me like it really broke me it broke me I'm not broken but it did break me at that time and I just needed to have a rest and I just needed to really fill my own cup. And it's been a really wonderful time. Like I've just, I've, I have really leaned into my relation, uh, my friendships, which like I said, usually I've always had someone. So I've always been in a relationship essentially, or I've had my family. I've been quite close with my family and both of those things were stripped away from me. And so I needed people to rely on. And 
I just a shout out to my girlfriends who are my absolute angels and have just been like, I can't even begin to explain like the power and beauty of female relationships with good women, with good women who care for you and are good hearted and are just genuine. You know, we can choose, we can't choose our family, but we can choose our family. And I really see those friends as family. Um, and I don't think I would have gotten through it without them. And I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> a lot of this podcast, you guys keep asking me how to deal with breakups and there's some questions I'm going to get to here. And oh, how have I dealt with this breakup? Let me tell you, I've definitely made a lot of mistakes, which I'm going to delve into in a moment. Um, but I've also learned some really incredible lessons. And I was reflecting on the fact that I am 33 years old And this is only my second relationship I've ever had. This is my second boyfriend I've ever had in my whole entire life. And really, I hadn't been in the dating world and I hadn't experienced a lot of heartbreak, to be honest. And I feel like the more heartbreak you have, the better you are at dealing with heartbreak. And so I feel like maybe what I've been going through is what someone has gone through in their 20s, yet I'm 33. And it doesn't make it less painful just because you're older you haven't actually experienced that pain like you had and so it's been really interesting to kind of navigate and figure out how I've sort of dealt with it all and I'll I'll go into detail soon so I'm going to start answering some of these questions um and some of these are like just objective about different relationships but some uh, are going to be drawing on my own personal experiences and how I've dealt with it. So first question is break up how to heal. And I've been YouTubing, watching YouTube videos. I've been listening to podcasts, trying to figure out what the right way to deal with things is. So initially when you break up and I've, you know, from my research, it's almost like you're having withdrawals from that person. When you go from being in contact with someone 24-7, they're texting you, you're seeing them every day to absolutely nothing. It's almost like you're withdrawing from a drug. Like you need that person. And it is like the feeling of going no contact, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, is excruciating. And I didn't go no contact for quite a while because I was in denial of what I had heard and I didn't want to believe what I had heard and I didn't want to feel the pain of losing this person so initially I was like back and forth back and forth back and forth and I realized that in order for me to be able to quote-unquote withdraw from this person really and not need them in or not feel the the need to like they have to be in my life is to go no contact and my gosh is that hard and here's the thing with healing healing requires your breakups there is no way to get over a breakup without going through the breakup and by that I mean you need to sit in all of the feelings and let me tell you I have felt extreme anger initially it was devastation my heart physically hurt my heart physically hurt like it hurt my whole body hurt and I'm just like trying to work out what the heck happened how could I have like how did I not see this coming and like it didn't make sense in my brain and so 
the first emotion I had was like devastation and then it was okay I've got to work this out I've got to be able to compartmentalize this like how did this happen because somehow if I can work it out then I can get closure which was completely incorrect because I searched for the answer and all I was doing was re-hurting myself was finding out more information that just broke my heart even more and then I would be more confused because what I realized is that I'm a different person I think differently and I love differently I wouldn't do what someone else would do in a relationship but I'm trying to understand that and even if I did completely understand that how is that going to provide me with closure what I need to do is instead of focusing on this other person constantly and the actual relationship outside of me I needed to really focus on myself and healing myself and figuring out how I was feeling and how was I actually going to navigate that how was I going to get through that breakup looking for these external reasons why it didn't work out was only setting me back and hurting me more So making sure that you go through it. And this goes across the board with any kind of situation you're in. Even with my brother and losing my brother, I've I've had to, I've definitely tried to mask my feelings in different ways. However, I'm really proud of myself for allowing myself to sit in that. Now, I had that initial, so that was my initial reaction was like confusion, trying to work it all out, devastation. Then it turned to extreme anger. And let me tell you, When someone does you dirty, I understand how people lose their minds and just do some not so great stuff. I was enraged. I was so angry. I was so angry. And these are all the stages of grief. Once again, I felt all of this with my brother as well. And it's okay. And the most important thing is not to judge yourself. Now, I had accountability because I wasn't thinking straight and you're not thinking straight when you're in grief and you don't want to act on those emotions and those feelings. You want to feel them, but you don't want to take action on them. And I definitely did. Like I definitely did. Um, I was really trying to make sure that I was fostering relationships with friends so that I was trying to refill that time that I did have with that person with doing other things, which I think is really important to do. However, That usually involved alcohol, right? Going out and dancing, which I always love to do. But when you're going through a breakup or you're really sad, alcohol is not the greatest thing because as soon as I would start to drink, the floodgates would open. I'd be talking to everyone about my ex and then I was doing things and saying things that I regret, right? In the moment. And I'm showing myself compassion for that because we're all human and I was really angry. (laughs) And so... My first piece of advice would be probably don't do that or like, you know, if you're going to drink, just like, yeah, but maybe don't, maybe just don't drink. Um, Spend time with friends, but yeah, just be wise and be wise about the environment that you're in as well. That's really important too and the people that you're around. So that was kind of that stage. And then after I felt anger, then it was coming to terms with the fact that this was over and that was very hard. So initially... I initially I like I was trying to work it all out and then I'm thinking oh no this is over right like when it first happened I was like no 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 no. this is like I'm not gonna deal with this I can't put up with this and then you start to reason it and then you start to think oh okay like maybe I can make this work maybe I'm over overdoing it or I'm over exaggerating or it's not like 
as bad as what I think it is. And then the more you sit with it, you're like, no, no, no. And then the realization hits you. It's like, oh, okay, I now need to actually move on. I need to figure out how to move on. And that's where the no contact comes in. And no contact is hard. Let me tell you that right now. Going cold turkey, like I said, when you've, when you've been talking to someone constantly and then you have to go completely cold turkey and like not talk to them ever, it hurts. It's so hard. It is so hard. And I want to give you some tips on what's been helpful for me. First of all is my friends because I would always message my friends and be like, ah, I want to text him. I want to call him. I just want to see him. And they're like, no, like no. And they would give me reasons as to why. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Having people to replace for that person to even message and just talk to is really important. And I'm not talking about boys. Now, there is like, you know, this belief out there that to get over them, you have to get under them. And truthfully, I don't understand that because the last thing that was on my mind was even talking to another male ever. <laughs> I was pretty off them. And the, even the thought of dating or going on a date or even entertaining any kind of man I was like how on earth like I still felt incredibly loyal to this person I still had feelings for this person and I just couldn't do that and I know it can be once again a distraction for people and I actually think that that's not a good thing now I think talking to people and knowing that there are other people out there that will treat you well is good but I also think you can't rely on that as a distraction And it's actually really not fair to the other person because if you jump straight into another relationship, you're definitely not healed and you're not ready to be able to give that person what they deserve. You need to deal and sit with the uncomfortable and the loneliness and that's very hard. Feeling lonely is incredibly difficult, but like I said, in order to get over it, you need to go through it. So the no contact and listen, it's still very difficult for me. I have days where I'm like, yes, I'm killing it. I'm feeling really good. And then there's days where I'm just so sad. My heart hurts again, but they're not as frequent like it was 24 7 before I didn't want to eat I couldn't sleep I hadn't I wasn't going to the gym I like I just was devastated like devastated where now I'm having good days where I don't even think about it and then there's days where it's like I feel like I'm back at square one but healing isn't linear it's not like you know, one day like you don't feel anything for that person again or you never feel sad. It's about over time, the bad days become less and less and there are less triggers. Another thing that's really helped me is writing a list of things that you weren't happy with in the relationship with that person because what I've realized I did was really romanticize that person since they've been away, right? But there's always a reason why relationships end and that's vice versa. I just want to also say like I am not perfect. My goodness, am I not perfect? Like not at all. And in the relationship, I wasn't perfect either, right? So depending on like your situation, there is things that you couldn't bring to the table for that person that for them wasn't serving them. And then from my perspective, there was things that that person didn't bring to the table to me that I need to remind myself of. Because when you're missing someone, all you're thinking about is why you're missing them. But you're forgetting why the relationship wasn't the right relationship for you in the first place. So writing a list that you can refer back to, ah, okay, yeah, they made me feel like this, I did this. And then that's like, okay, that's why I'm not with them anymore. That is super duper helpful because your brain will play little tricks on you. Essentially, your brain just doesn't want to feel the pain anymore. It doesn't want it. It wants to go back to what feels comfortable, although that thing that feels comfortable might not be the right thing. So that was really helpful as well. 
making sure that you've got friends around you, people to talk to. <sighs> Try to stay busy, but also allow yourself to fit, uh, sit in your feelings. And the other thing as well is I've given myself like the ability to feel really crappy. But then what I've also done is given myself a limit to that because I'm not going to sit there and wallow in my self-pity. I need to pick myself up as well and start taking action. So going to the gym has been really important for me. I'm back into a routine or trying to get back into a routine, making sure I'm going out and actually making plans with friends. When I'm going through things, I tend to recluse and I could just stay at home and not talk to anyone forever, which is not a good thing. It's the last thing I feel like doing is going out and socializing, but I've made myself do that because I know it's it's going to be good for me and good for my mental health, right? So that's also really important. That would be probably my tips at the moment with how to heal There's a few other questions here I just want to go over because I'll be able to kind of give you more context. Okay, I also got some beautiful messages like, you know, these girls, I love you girls so much. Why the hell would anyone want to break your heart? You are just amazing. (laughs) No questions, baby. Just know I love you so much and you're a strong mama. Makes me feel so happy. I've gotten so many messages of support and I really, truly appreciate it. Um. Okay, so next question is, can one be friends with a married man? These are just general relationship questions, by the way, and some will have to do with breakups. Yes, I think one can be friends with a married man. What's really interesting is I've never been a jealous girl ever, like ever. I'm not jealous much. And I realized that that was purely because I was quite naive. I'd never had someone be dishonest with me and I was never really around people that were dishonest and the past probably six months I've been around a lot of people that I know have like cheated on other people and obviously going through it myself but it's really changed my perspective and I think like as much as you don't want to be cynical and you don't want to think everyone's cheating on you you don't want that but there is a balance between being too naive and too trusting and ignoring red flags and then being over the top and jealous and controlling, right? We don't want either of those two things. And I definitely would say I was on the end of like just trusting people and just assuming they're doing the right thing and not thinking twice about it and ignoring the red flags. Looking back, I'm like, my gosh, like there were so many red flags that I didn't pick up on. However, I didn't actually have any past experience to be able to draw on to go, ah, I've seen this before and this has equaled this in the past. Therefore, like maybe I should just tread carefully. And so that's been a really important lesson for me. With the, in this situation, I think there's a real difference between being friends. And if you're asking me, can you be friends with a married man? I would ask the question back is like, why are you second guessing that? Are you feeling there's an element of tension, like sexual tension between the two of you? Is there a bit of flirting that feels a little bit inappropriate? Then you need to gauge that. Your intuition will tell you whether something is more than friends or whether it's not. I also think confiding in the opposite sex, if you are you know, if you are straight anyway, um, with what's going on in your relationship is not a good idea. I think that is, um, I think that's really disrespectful on your partner. And I think then that's sometimes how you can bond with someone and that's how cheating can happen too. So I would say just like be aware of it. If the conversation is inappropriate, then maybe that's your answer there that you need to take a step back. How to help yourself when you know you've just broken up with your soulmate. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, annoying answer, but I truly and utterly believe that 
if someone is meant for you, they will be in your life. I would also say, why do you think this person is your soulmate? Is it because you're in love with them? Because just because you're in love with someone doesn't mean that you need to be with them. Love is not enough. There needs to be compatibility. There needs to be safety. There needs to be mutual respect. And also that other person needs to want you. Soulmates, I don't believe that there's one person on this planet for you. There are so many people in this world that you can have a connection with that can love you really well. And I think we can get stuck on and once again romanticize someone as being your person when really you're just in love with them. And love is a very strong emotion. You can truly feel like you can't live without that person, like you'll never get over them. That's normal. That's normal when you're going through a breakup. But that doesn't mean that that person is your soulmate. In saying that, what I would say is this is when you need to reflect back on yourself and you need to start working on yourself. If you're focusing so much on this person and you're focusing on them being your soulmate and you losing them, all you're doing is you're trying to get them back and all the action that you're taking all the way your thoughts are is how can I get them back? When if that person doesn't want you, they don't want you. Why are you giving them more of your energy? You need to focus on yourself, what you want as a person. And if that person truly is your person, I'm telling you, it will come back into your life. So start to focus on yourself more. You can't change someone. You can't change whether they want to be with you or not be with you. That's completely out of your control. What you can control is what you're doing right now and how you're bettering yourself and how you can create a life for yourself that you love. You actually don't need someone to make it better. Like you've cultivated this life that you are completely happy. And then if someone comes into that, then that's just an incredible bonus. But essentially you've got all that you need within you. Um, Okay, next question. There's a few questions in here about fetishes, which I'm I'm not sure I'm going to go into. Um, Okay, so how do you know when you need to end a relationship? Hard one. I think what is important is to get really clear on what you want. What you want from somebody else and what they bring to the table. And settling is something I think we all do. And sometimes we feel like because we've spent so much time in a relationship or with someone that just to go and call it quits is like such a waste of time. And that is so incorrect because I'm a big believer in that every single person that you meet in your life is there for a season or a reason. And then also each relationship that you have is just leading you to the relationship that you should be in eventually. So feeling like you need to stay in a relationship because you've invested so much time and effort into it truly You're just going to be wasting your time if you know that it's not right. And this leads me to my second point, and that is your gut never lies. Now, I'm going to draw on my own experience. I knew, and I'm telling you this right now, I knew that this relationship that I was in wasn't forever. I knew this person wasn't my forever person. And that sounds really weird saying that out loud now, but I never vocalized that, but I had this feeling in my gut that I couldn't even explain. There was no explanation around it. It wasn't a feeling of fear or there was no stress or anxiety about it. It was a knowing. It was such a calm knowing. And in order to feel that, you need to rest or quieten the fears. Otherwise, the fears become so loud that it washes out your intuition and what you know actually is right. Now, the fact that you're asking me this tells me that there's some doubts there. What I wish I did was I wish I allowed myself to sit in those feelings 
and listen to myself. A part of me didn't want to listen to myself because I loved the person and I didn't want the relationship to end. So I ignored it, right? And in turn, it eventually ended up that way anyway. However, really, what I wish I had done was trust myself. I spoke to friends about it. I confided in friends about it. And every single person was like, no, Tash, you're just scared. You're scared of getting your heart broken. You're scared of falling in love again. And I was like, do you know what? I don't know about that. I I was like, at the time, I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's what it is. And looking back at it, that was so incorrect. And I'm not having a dig at my friends because they were just trying to help me. But only you know the answer. Because every time I have been fearful about something and I want to make a decision based on fear, there's this anxiety about it. It's like, It comes from your head rather than your gut. The feeling that I had was a knowing. I can't even explain it. It's like not even a thought. It was just a fact. And it was so calm. It was so calm. And I didn't trust myself. And I've done this consistently in my life where I've allowed others' opinions or the fear, actually, of ending something or knowing something's not right for me to drive my inaction when in fact I knew the answer all along that answer was in my gut and it was this quiet knowing however I was too scared to face that because I didn't want to lose what I had which was this temporary comfort of having someone there that person that wasn't right for me and unfortunately when you've got someone in your life that's not for you that person's taking up space that the person that is for you could be taking up space in And that's what I've had to realize. And that's actually really helped me in the no contact as well is that I'm thinking, well, if I continue to reach out to this person, I'm not allowing space for somebody else to come into my life eventually that is actually going to feel that and be the person that's my person. I'm putting energy once again into this other person rather than putting energy into what's going to heal me and what's going to make me a happier human to then be able to attract that person that I deserve and that I want in my life and that's actually going to be good for me. If you're having those feelings, set aside some time to really sit with yourself, journal, write out how you're feeling. And I'm a big advocate of taking breaks, step away from the relationship space is really important and without space we are so clouded and we're still getting that fix from that person right that we're clouded by what is reality and whether this person's actually serving us we only figure that out when we take a step back and we allow ourselves to go okay like this isn't serving me anymore this isn't making me happy or this does actually make me happy maybe this is my fears maybe I am self-sabotaging and really becoming aware of that but that only comes with space and allowing yourself to be able to step back and see something for what it is without you being actually in it um okay this kind of ties in this next question kind of ties in with that one and that is how can I tell if he's my soulmate or if I just want to hold on to him for good memories and good feelings yeah once again I don't believe there is one person that is your person But what I do think is that a lot of us will settle because we're comfortable and we will in relationships stay with something that's no longer serving us because it's very painful to pull away from something. Whether that is the person that you're going to like, you're going to actually hurt that person 
or you're allowing somebody to hurt you because you're way too scared to actually feel the pain of losing that person because there's going to be a void and like you're definitely going to feel lonely and you're going to miss them like crazy and it's like a drug like it is truly like a drug and this is why people break up get back together break up get back to bed get back together and then it's like this it's like the cycle never stops it never stops and that's because you're running away from the uncomfortable feeling of going nah this is not for me I need to break away from this but it's not going to be easy it's the same with like health and fitness with you girls start with me like you know Every single one of my girls is terrified, terrified, but they need to feel that fear and do it anyway and sit in the uncomfortable feelings in order to reap the benefits. And that's with a relationship too. In order to be in a relationship that's healthy, that serves you, that is the right relationship, you need to sometimes make some tough calls if you are in a relationship that is no longer serving you. And there's no way to get over a breakup. You need to get through it. So how do you know if this person's your soulmate or if you're just wanting to hold on to memories or like you just want the comfort of that person? Well, first of all, you need to become really clear on what you want, what you want in a relationship and whether that person's fulfilling that for you. And that'll be really clear. And it's going back to kind of like the ick list that I spoke about. Like what is it about the relationship that made you doubt it initially and Really, when you're running back to that, are you going to be happy that you're running back to the ways that that person never was able to fulfill you or respected you or treated you well? And it just feels good to have someone hold you. Listen, I've realized that my love language, I never thought it was, but I definitely think a part of one of my love languages is physical touch and something I've really struggled with and I, yeah, really, really struggled with is missing him physically. And I'm not just talking about sex, although I am also talking about sex, <laughs> but I'm mostly talking about just the comfort of having someone hug you, touch you. Like we need emotional connection. I read an article the other day and it was like, apparently humans need four hugs a day. And when you go from having someone physically there and comforting you and making you feel good about yourself, even complimenting you to nothing, there's a massive void there. There is such a huge void. But this is where it comes back to doing the work and creating and building a life and finding everything that you need within you so that you don't actually need anybody. And then if someone comes into your life, like I said, then that's just a complete bonus. And I think if you can reflect on what you want in a relationship, if you can maybe make a list of all the good things about that person and then all the bad things about that person. Like, what is the balance there? It's normal to feel like you want to run back to somebody for comfort. Gosh, I feel that almost every single day. But if I do that, I'm setting myself back. If something's not meant for me and if something's not meant for you, all you're doing is prolonging the pain. You're going back to square one because you're wanting a temporary fix. And it's so, so hard to think about long-term gratification rather than what is going to feel good in the moment and what's just going to take this pain away right now because that's what I need. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I need someone to just hold me. I need, I need this all to stop. But that's where you need to calm your mind. And this is what's really helped me. And I lost my brother and the, the pain of losing my brother was so immense. And I realized I actually couldn't run away from it. And what it taught me is that I need to quieten my mind and when I feel those feelings of distress, of complete loneliness, of devastation, 
is what makes that 10 times worse is fearing those feelings. Because now what I'm doing is going, my gosh, I can't feel that. Like this is horrid. But if I go, I'm feeling this, I feel utter heartbreak. I feel like a shell of a human. I feel completely and utterly broken. And I'm going to sit in this right now because nothing lasts forever. This is going to pass. And it's going to be much easier and it's going to pass much quicker if I feel it. Don't run away from those feelings. Sit in them completely. Like sit in them. And when we take away that judgment of this feeling bad, this feeling good, then they're just all feelings. They're just all emotions and they're all feelings. Like I talk about good and bad foods. If we have no, if we have no idea on like, or we have no preconceived judgment on a food being good or bad, then no food has more control over us. And therefore, if we can feel not, no, no fear about these quote unquote bad feelings, but we just allow ourselves to feel them, they don't have so much of a have a pull and a power over us and so we sit there and we go this is really hard and I know this sounds like I'm making it sound like it's easy it's the hardest thing you'll ever do because pain is like like I said like physically hard and you've got to sit with the fact that you've lost something you've lost something that you loved more than anything that's really hard to come to terms with but you've got to get through it like there's no way of running away from it you actually can't that's the hard thing about becoming an adult in life is like you have these big problems no matter what you do you can't escape them and you can try to escape them but I'm telling you it'll make your life 10 times worse you will just try and fill that void with other things and all you're going to do is magnify the issue because now you're reliant on these things that aren't serving you right and they're causing you more trauma and causing you more stress and causing you more heartbreak and you're back at square one You need to sit in those feelings. Have good support around you. Have good people around you. Journal. Learn new things. Like throw yourself into life. And as hard as endings are, they give way for beginnings. And there is an element of anything ending being exciting and a relationship being one of those because you've learned lessons you now have got all this free time that that person once took up. What does that mean for you? You can recreate what you want. And you're creating space to invite someone into your life. If that's what you want anyway, potentially, that is someone that is going to be your person, which is really, really cool. All right. So I've got a lot more questions, but I think like that's, I'm going to leave it there because that went for a while. Um, I got so many questions about foot fetishes, believe it or not. I have a foot fetish. My boyfriend has a foot fetish. What do I do? Look, I've been quite surprised at the amount of people that love feet. It is a thing. Definitely is a thing. I would say if you're in a relationship and he likes feet and he he clearly likes your feet, go for it. Uh, If you have a foot fetish, I don't know, embrace it, I suppose. I don't know. There's no judgment on any of this stuff. You just want to uh, communicate with your partner. And if they're happy, then happy days. And if they're not, then maybe they're not your person as well. Um, but that's kind of like a different topic. <laughs> we won't go into that. I just hope that this was really helpful for you all. If you're going through a breakup or a really hard time in your life and you're really scared to sit with those horrible, uncomfortable feelings, I want you to know it's okay. It's completely okay to feel that way. We all do it. This is like, actually, do you know, I had this uh, thought yesterday and that was heartbreak is like giving birth. Whenever 
somebody like I remember when I was pregnant with Sunny, I was so terrified of giving birth and I was like holy guacamole it is the apparently the most painful thing on the planet and then I thought about hold on but babies are born every day and people go back for multiple kids right they go back and get pregnant again so if it was really that bad why the heck would people get pregnant again and give birth again and then also if it's really that bad why is like literally every single person every single day giving well not every single person but there are people every day giving birth and it's the same with heartbreak like heartbreak is a universal feeling we've all experienced it or we will all experience it yet we still get into another relationship with the chance of getting our heart broken again. And what's the saying? It's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. And if we can go into life that way, knowing that, hey, stuff happens, life is hard. But if we can go in with an open heart, with wisdom, right, and only give our heart to people that treat us well and we're really clear on what we want, then love is a beautiful thing. And yes, heartbreak can come, but it's a universal feeling. Just as giving birth is, if you're a female anyway. But we want to do it again because love is just magic. So don't fear it. Don't run away from the good stuff because sometimes there's hurt that comes along with it. All right, guys, that is it for me. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If you have any questions, please send me a DM. I'd love to be able to help you. If you enjoy kind of these uh, conversations as well that aren't necessarily health and fitness related, let me know. And I'll, um, I've always got lots to say. You guys know I can talk a lot. (laughs) Um, I'd love to be able to help you out how I can. All right, guys, until next week, big love, Coach Tash.